Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi, and yeah, get it popping. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut, she's a hoe, she's this, she's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning women their sexuality. What is the truest, highest vision that you hold for yourself? I'm a real ass bitch, and I'm going to get everything that I'm going to get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. Welcome back. Episode 67 of the Oprah Rose Show. I'm TT. I'm Gigi. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, per usual, like, subscribe, comment. Um, send all of your feedback to the Oprah Rose Show at gmail.com. Um, Twitter, Oprah Rose Show. Instagram, Facebook, the Oprah Rose Show. Um, we still have our live updates, our live show updates, G. Yes. G. Um, <laughs> January 23rd. Sorry. You know, it's funny because before we got on, I was like, am I supposed to say it? Or is it going to say We just freestyling. Anyway, um, January 23rd. Um, I believe we're almost sold out, guys. So thank you for the support. And we will be announcing our live guests very shortly. We're well, super excited. Yeah, we're really, really excited about it. Um, super excited. But yeah, we just make sure you go get them tickets. Make sure you go. How many we have left? What's like? We're not even doing that. Yeah, we're not even. We're not. Yeah, we're not doing all them specific. (laughs) The devil's in the details. We just have the you know the the top line items. You know that is very much. I'm ninety. You know that. Yeah, the devil's in the details. So, um, our amazing um, boss ass guest today. This is a boss lady episode. This is yeah. With none other than... It would be called, like, Bitch, I'm a Boss. That's the title. That's the title. That's the title. Bitch, I'm a Boss. Yeah, that's the title. Miss Sherry Bryant. I feel like we need some hand claps. We do need hand claps. Like, I'll do it. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Yes. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me. So happy to have you on. Um, Legendary. with Harlem Sherry, they call you, right? They call me Harlemite. I won't call myself legendary yet, but okay, you know, that's cool. I'll get there. Well, we can we can call you legendary. <laughs> oh, I appreciate um, and claim that on your life, <laughs> Lord willing. That's right. right. Speak it into existence. I was right. to say, speak yes. it into the universe. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself, and obviously we'll go into details. But um, for those of you who don't know why you are soon to be legendary, <laughs> let's fail a man. Yeah. Um, about myself it's so hard for me to talk about myself it's so weird uh such a broad question (laughs) um my name is shari bryant i uh work in the music industry i've been working in the industry for a good 17 years now basically born into the industry i mean my first job was at rockefeller records at 15 years old straight out of high school um, no, my last year is high school. I'm sorry. I graduated when I was 16. And I'm from Harlem. Um, still consider myself fairly young. I guess you can do the math since I just told you how long I've been in the industry and, and the age I got into it. Um, but, you know, I, I, I consider myself a super ambitious, hungry, resilient person. And, you know, I'm just not stopping yet. I am. Um, currently work at Alamo Records, which is a brand new label through Universal Music Group, which I am the partner and um, partner and general manager of the label. So 
That's exciting times. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, it feels like a brand new journey for me. And I, um, I'm just excited to do something, be a part of something that is being built from the ground up, right? Like when I got to Rockefeller, although it was like very, very family driven, mm-hmm. Jay-Z was already Jay-Z, right? Now I get to really build my own Rockefeller in a sense. And I can't recreate Rockefeller. Mm-hmm. I can't right. do that. But, you know, I'm going to try my best. Yes. Mm-hmm. So how does one get to have a, get a job at 15? Like, I worked at a nursing home. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, Fair you know, like, you, people who work at McDonald's, like that kind of thing. Right. Uh, the stars aligned. Um, I'm from Harlem, and I'm from 1199, which is on the east side. And luckily for me, Dave, Wait, Dave East? Babies, yes, oh, okay. babies, 1199. <laughs> we have a lot. I'm gonna get into 1199, but um, I'm very proud of 1199. But I grew up in 1199, and Damon Dash actually grew up in 1199 as well. Mm-hmm. And he was my mom's really close friend, she used to babysit him. Wow, so as he was coming up. And I didn't really know what he was doing. I just knew he was working with like cool rappers. You know, <laughs> at the time he was working with Original Flavor and they would shoot videos and I would see them because all I did was watch videos all day. I was not mm-hmm. the cartoon kid. I was the video music box, the box. You know, I just tuned into videos. Didn't really know it was a passion. Just knew I, you know, enjoyed music. Wow. And then um, I would watch Naaman all the time. And original by the time Original Flavor, a flake. Original Flavor um, released or was, you know, kind of out and about. I was super young. And then as Jay kind of started to develop and his career got bigger, I watched Damon actually, you know, kind of get larger with the growth of Jay. And, Mm -hmm. I was, you know, one day I seen him and I said, can I come down to your office? And he was like, yeah, come down whenever you want. And then I went to his office. He wasn't there. He didn't tell anybody I was coming. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> they were just, right. I was like, Damon sent me. And they were like, all right, well, here, do something. You know, Carlene, I met Carlene Ballin, who was his assistant at the time. And she was like, do something. And she threw me like, I don't even remember what it was. It was very minuscule. It was like a, some papers to file or something. Mm-hmm. And then when he came, he was like, oh, yeah, Carlene, this is I'm Shari. She's from my hood. Take care of her. And then from there, I never, I literally never turned back from that day. Wow. I, I came every single day. I was 15 Wait. years old. What? If you were 16, you graduated high school. That means you, how old were you when you got to high school? 12. And I I, I told everybody I was um, 14. Whatever age you were supposed to be in ninth grade, that's the yeah. age I told everybody. <laughs> and I remember telling my best, because my, my best friend, who was like my sister, to this, um, I remember telling her, one day at Rockefeller, because all my friends used to come to Rockefeller. I had the uh-huh. coolest job. So everybody would come. And I remember showing her my ID. And she, I was like, I'm not. I t- like, I revealed to her my age. And she was so, she felt so betrayed. Like, she didn't talk to me <laughs> for, like, that the rest of that week. But, yeah, I was two years ahead of myself. So wow, I got to high school early and graduated early. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I, look, I'm not about to say I was a genius. Mm-hmm. My grandma... My mother was a teacher. My aunt was a teacher. My grandmother was a principal. So I literally lived in school. So I was a little advanced because of that. Yeah. So that's how that played out. I need wow. like a principal friend. I feel like <laughs> when I have kids, like I need to make sure I got some teacher friends around <laughs> me. Sure. Uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't hurt. 
Right. Wow. <laughs> so um, what we usually start the show and we, you know, name something that you're grateful for. So what are you grateful for? What am I grateful for? I'm grateful for sisterhood. I, I have a group of like amazing girlfriends. I literally have my two sisters that are amazing and I was just saying yesterday, and this was so random, but I was trying to figure out a recipe for stewed chicken, <laughs> and one of my best friends, um, she was in a dentist, and she like took her time out and was typing me out the recipe, and I was just like, I'm so grateful to have friends to just call on whenever I need something as yeah. little as stewed chicken recipe. In the dentist. <laughs> yeah, at the dentist at that, and I was just appreciative, and you know, I I hear a lot, like, even my guy friends tell me about what their girlfriends do, like girls that they're associated with, mm-hmm. their girls, their friends do to them. And I'm like, I don't, I can't relate. I, me neither. <laughs> so every, that's literally the words out of my mouth is usually Same. like, I can't, when I hear those stories, I'm like, people really do this? Uh, yeah. like, act like this? Like, yeah. And y'all be tolerating this? <laughs> right. Bro, right. Y'all be friends and support this? Because I'm like judging. frenemies. Yeah, like, the friends. And I'm like, and I'm usually, I don't, every time I'm like, girls don't act like that. Right. Like, they don't do shit like that. Yeah. And then you're like, these bitches is wilding. Right. Like, they're crazy. My friends don't do things like right. that. Right. And yeah. I, I just would literally be like, I can't relate. Like, well, I see, I'm happy to hear know. that y'all friends don't do that either. Because no. I started like, to think that we were on an island by ourselves. I'm like, no. No. it's so crazy. Yeah. I'm grateful for sisterhood too, Yes. Shay. Yeah. No, no it's amazing. Nobody, you only want that juju in mm. your, like, energy field. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't want that. And I have about eight close girlfriends, and we're all close. And mm-hmm. we don't, I mean, our... Our arguments never go past maybe a quick disagreement, right? right? But we always find our way back to each other. We know how to check each other, and yeah. it's it's good. Yeah. And I love that you said eight because I feel like people always feel like you have to have like a small circle, right. like mm-hmm. three, two. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I have an I have a, um, an amazing tribe, yeah. of yes. women, you know, yes. and and. Some relationships are better than others, but, you know, it doesn't devalue. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. So, And what you were saying, I think it's so important to have people that check you. Like, yes. Oh, for I sure. Was with, and I'm, we're not even, like, super cool. And I had somebody just not even call me out on anything, mm-hmm. but just, like, bring something to light. And I was like, I need that. Like, I love that. Absolutely. I need it. Like, I love it when people say stuff like that. Because yeah. it's like, you know, like, you have your own blind spots that you don't see. That's right. So for somebody to see it, and I was like... Just tell me with myself, like all. The, I was like, not all the time, but like, I like, like <laughs> yeah. If you feel the need to, just tell me with myself. Yes. I was like, I like that. I like that. So that that is it's super important. So in the maturity, you know, that's a maturity level in itself. When you get to that right. point where you yeah. can take constructive criticism mm-hmm. from others, because mm-hmm. I, I can truly say I haven't always been like that. Oh, but, me neither. Yeah, but now I, you know, I welcome it if it comes. And that the the trick. I mean, the gift is being able to use discernment to make sure it's coming from the right place. Right. So right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Spirit of discernment. That's right. Super important. <laughs> so is that kind of like, so tell us about your blog and it's a website or a blog? Pink is Love. Yes. So I started Pink is Love, um, I want to say two, two and a half years ago. Uh, it first started as a clothing 
line. I wanted to like launch a like lifestyle clothing line, hence the t-shirts that I brought you ladies. Thank you. Which, thank, this is the third week that we have gotten I know. gifts. Like God is blessing us. I'm so basic. Like I'm so appreciative over anything. <laughs> Me too. I just like, oh my God, I'm so warm and fuzzy. So thoughtful. Yeah, she yes. brought the cups, the t-shirts. Everything. I brought all the paraphernalia I had at the moment. And more so to come. Excited. More to come. Yeah. No, and I'll have something for guys right. too soon. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this voice, if people are ever wondering, right. um, that always interjects. Um, this is Daryl, our, our producer. producer. Yeah, D D T T and G G. Right. Um, All these fun syllables. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it that, works. Right. So um, so it started off as a clothing brand. It started off as a clothing brand because I just always had a dream to um, do a clothing line, right? And then as it started progressing, I wanted to do something for young women, especially mm-hmm. young women of color. And I thought about where I grew up at and, you know, because I didn't move from where I grew up at, which is 1189 until maybe three years ago. So I would still, as I'm in the business, I would still wow. see a lot of, you know, young women that I kind of seen as kids. And I realized for myself, I was like, my you know, I didn't realize there was a music business until Damon allowed me to walk into that office at Rockefeller. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it just made me think, I'm like, how many women are out here that just don't know what opportunities are out there mm-hmm. for them? And it's not because they don't want to do something or it's lack of um, ambition. They just don't know what's out there. Right. And they don't know that they could actually turn their real passion into a job. You know, some people, right. I, my mother worked in the post office. My grandfather worked in the post office and he was actually, uh, he had a, a, a postmaster of the Bronx. So he had a big position in the post office and he did really well for himself. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, oh, I think maybe I'll be working at the post office, you know, just because that's what I seen. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and then Damon allowing me to see something else and seeing, oh my God, I watch music videos all day and now I could actually work in this business and then going to Rockefeller and seeing so many black women be in power and was the ones that were actually moving the machine at Rock, you know, at Rockefeller. It made me, I was like, oh, that, that can be me. I can be Shaka. I can be Dara. I can be Omi. And that was my turning point to being able to, or realizing I could do something else outside of what my norm was. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I wanted to provide that platform for young women and just encouraging women to live to their potential. And that's my tagline, mm-hmm. to your pink potential. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah, thank you. I tried to get a little creative, put my marketing hat on. It. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's an ever-growing company. It's right. hard, like, for me. And I just had a, a, a conversation with one of my close friends. Like, I need a partner because balancing what I'm doing every day, like running a label and still holding this in high regard was, it's something that's a challenge for me, but I have to do it. So right. I'm every, every day I'm trying to figure out how to keep it going. We've been doing like takeovers on our IG where, I, um, where women that have careers and it's not just in the industry, um, just show their day in the life of what they do every day. So we had like television producers take over. I saw Latrice's. Latrice, yeah. she's a head of marketing at um, Epic. Um, and one of my close friends who's a product manager, a coach, which people really enjoyed. Um, 
yeah, just kind of like showing women the other careers. And mm-hmm. I love that. Been, oh, yeah, me too. Right? We got to do that Oprah Rose collab. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> right? Like, people would over. love to see this. Yeah. Yes, let's do it. Wait, oh, right. let's do it. You live, you live on IG right now? <laughs> that's, oh, my we haven't recorded. that's my sister. Right, oh, exactly. Like, that's one of the people I'm grateful for. Sisterhood. Yeah, sister, sister. You have a sister at. Clark, right? She's, or is it? Yeah, she graduated. Oh, she She's did. She's getting her master's now. Oh, yes. wow. That's our baby sister, but yeah. Okay, see you. <laughs> she made a day in the life for her, too. Right. I applaud people that go back to school. <laughs> like, I don't think I could. I don't know. I mean, you, right. you say that. I mean, I could, but I just don't. I think I just don't have the mindset to do it. So I'm right. always like in awe when people right. go to grad school, school for a week. <laughs> really? <laughs> a week. I didn't even know that. MBA. <laughs> Not a week. I got in. Study did all of that, and I said, "Oh no, this is." Are you for serious? Yep. Only one week. One week. You knew. Mm-hmm. Did you pay? Or? Right. I was, I was able to because I was only I I ended it at a uh-huh. week. I was able to not Come have on. to. Yeah. Got it. Got um, it. So you was going to school for free? It's like I'm like I went to cl- I went to those classes for free. I'm yes. like you was going. Right. I was like mm-hmm. right. Yep. I'm like you ain't paying your bills. No, nope, like, I didn't pay your bill. <laughs> nope. You I but yeah, it's not for me. I didn't even know you could do that. Okay. Yeah, it's it's not. That's why I said you needed like a day in the life. But it is. I think mm-hmm. those type of things are just having access and seeing other women do things. Mm-hmm. It is it's so important just because there's so, so many important. things that you don't know. I honestly think I would be doing something totally different. Not that I don't enjoy right. it, but like I'm like, damn, I ain't know about this, that, 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 mm-hmm. that, that, but, but it ain't too late. Yeah. Too well, yeah. No, T is like, an A&R. She is yeah. like, she lost her. That. She is. Look, it's not too late. I believe in doing everything that you have a passion for. Yeah. Like, these guys are out here getting checks every for which everything. way. Yeah. Every Why can't we do it? This is so true. You yes. be like, Facts. how you know X, Y, Z, and you got to check yes. that? What? Yes. They really do. Yeah. They really, really do. Yes. Uh. Yeah. We be real quick to, like, say, ah, oh, maybe mm-hmm. I shouldn't. Yeah, or... it's like that whole, like, master, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, master one thing. And it's like, well, why can't I just be good at a few different you things? Can. Like You've already mastered one. one thing. Now yeah. it's time to go on. To go on. Yeah. For yes. sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, for sure, for sure. Yes. For sure. Mm-hmm. So um, you have your bag of questiones. Okay. Yes. Can you talk? Can you pass them, please? Thank yeah. you. So it's a mixed oh bag God, I'm of scared. questions. Should I know. Everybody. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I always say that. They're a compilation of Oprah questions and Rose questions. Rose being more Amber okay. Rose-ish. I always oh. say it depends. I feel like people's many energy to... draws the questions sometimes. Oh. So you never know how you, if you feel. I was like, Frisky <laughs> Friday, but ain't Friday. But you know. How many am I picking? One? Two. Two. All right. So I'm going to. And sometimes if we don't like the question, we make you throw it back. <laughs> All right. So am I reading the, song, the yeah. question out loud? Yep. Well, this is easy. Favorite? Snacks. Like- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not easy, but this falls in line with what I'm here to talk about. Favorite artist, song, and album. Oh, no. No, sorry. <laughs> no, let it go. Let it go. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm like, actually nah. curious because of all the people you no worked one, with. And no one's actually ever gotten that question. Really? Mm-hmm. Nah. Uh-uh. Well, my favorite artist is Jay-Z, no. And I, I promise you, this is not because I worked really? at Rockefeller Records. Jay is just my favorite artist. I love me some Jay. Just because I, I like how he tells his stories. And right. I feel like it's not complicated, but you get... Like, if, I, if I'm ready, like, if I'm go- about to have a meeting and I need some confidence, like, he gives that to me. Yeah. So, um, Jay is definitely my favorite artist. My favorite song by Jay? Oh, 
That's a hard. That's hard. One. That's yeah. Because I'm even like, oh, that's like impossible. I know. Yeah. Or so top many. three, like your Actually, favorites. I think I do have a favorite Jay Z. Oh, definitely I I Allure from the Black. Love. Oh, I love that song. Yes. Love. I don't. It just reminds you know. I can't. I grew up in Harlem, so my mother was like a. She she moved around a lot in Harlem in a good way. Like mm-hmm. she was like an OG in Harlem. So it just <laughs> reminds me. It takes me back to like my mother's old pictures and things that was going on in right. um, in that life. Um, this is hard. Okay, American Gangster is my favorite Jay album. I don't debate me later. No, I <laughs> agree. I think I is, think American Gangster. I, think I love Blueprint, American Gangster. I do too. It's my second favorite. Blueprint. Blueprint is, is my, my first favorite. for Blueprint. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. and then but without a doubt, like American, American Gangster. Okay, good, is good. Like All without right. a doubt, good. Um, so definitely a song from there. Which one? Um, not say maybe say hello. I love say mm-hmm. hello. Yeah, I love that one. Yeah. Yes. And then it does really make you feel you like giving me nine. You really do feel like you can do anything. I think on on Jay's birthday, I listened to it, and I was at work like say hello to <laughs> yeah. the bad guy. Like, say, I'm like come now, man. Fly. I was like, I forgot how good this yes. album is. It's so good, yes. Yeah. I just love Jay's overall evolution. Like mm-hmm. as a person, as mm-hmm. an artist, like he just he still just keeps at 47 yes he is still recreating himself Mm -hmm. you know and that's i think that that if not the most hardest thing for artists to do it's top two top three Mm -hmm. you know and still relevant without being like you know without being gimmicky and not being he's still himself yeah and he he doesn't even have to do things and he's like constantly relevant exactly you don't have many artists like that that don't have to do anything and like you're still like what is jay doing exactly exactly and he's touching like if you think about he's touching so many generations yes like he was for me my like let's you know when you're like some people like boy bands or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, it was Jay. Like, mm-hmm. I remember I drove around and followed the tour bus when they came to Baltimore, went to the show. <laughs> and I remember I lied and said that, um, I can't remember if I told the story. I basically picked up my sister from school and we wore uniforms and I went to the radio station, said that I was the editor of the the newspaper at school. <laughs> I ain't never edited a piece of newspaper in my life. So that we had an interview. I had talked to someone Forever on his team. Finessing. Forever Vanessa. Talked to somebody on his team. And he was going to do an interview with us. So they're like, cool. They're letting us watch the interview. My sister is crying. And she's younger than me. So you know when you're younger, your hair be like all over. And I'm just like, she looks so disheveled and she's crying. Like, we don't even look like. And I'm all like, get it together. Stop crying. We're still the same people. So she's crying. I'm just like in awe because we're literally like in the studio. I don't know why they even let us do this. So then they're like, you know, Jay will come out and he'll do the interview. I'm like, cool. It was in a weird building. So when we went downstairs and then I remember, I forgot what tour it was, but like Memphis Bleak and Freeway and all of them came out. Mm-hmm. And this is, we had like throwaway cameras. Like the pictures yes, are so yep. terrible and grainy. I know what they're that terrible. Was. That yeah, was Jay-Z like, and Friends. What, yes, that mm-hmm. one. So they came and we took pictures with them. By the time Jay came, mm-hmm. I remember everybody like just rushed out of their offices and they, of course we didn't get to interview him. Right. But I remember he touched my hand. I didn't want to wash my hand for three days. <laughs> That's when I filed the tour bus. Oh, I was, a, I was like a mess. I remember I got a two- I got. I mean, I got a um, 
uh, what was the sidekick? Uh-huh. And I had nobody to two way. Jay was like, he two ways or something. I'm like, I, I'm gonna get. I got. I bought fake Chloe sunglasses because I couldn't afford the, the real ones. Oh yeah, we all bought those. I bought the fake. I remember I wanted Frankie B jeans. Like I had to do all this stuff because I was like, Jay, so, Jay was gonna make me broke. Yeah. Right? Yep. <laughs> He's still about to make us still, broke. Right? I'll be looking at him. He said, I was like, I was such a fa- like such a fan. I remember I drove like two hours to go see him on that other tour with. Um, the one with uh, 50 Cent and Eminem. Jay was on it? It was Eminem. It was 50 Cent and I don't, God, I don't I even remember which one, one it was. Don't but it was I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Google, Google, Google me, baby. <laughs> Google that, please, producer. Fact check my like, shit. What, <laughs> I'm like, can y'all say what, uh, what's Jay-Z's worst album? Worst? Worst album. Worst they all can't be good. Yes, they can. Mm. Says who? <laughs> um, I know. Right, but if you were to rank, uh, uh, or least the, favorite, least let's say favorite. least favorite double album, Blueprint Two, I would okay. say is my least favorite. It was oh, least. Songs. I didn't Damn. mind. I, it did have a lot of songs. Mm. I'm really. I know. I'm thinking so hard. I didn't love the Black album. Really? Yeah, I didn't love it. I think I just like Beach Chair was on that one, right? That was like the only yeah. song I liked yeah. was Beach Chair. Really? Yeah. You didn't like a little bit. Oh on my there. god, I'm You're a fucking liar. I like, yeah, I'm like, I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lying. Yeah, Why did I not think that was like, on there? I didn't Encore, I don't ever have to hear that song ever again. Really? <laughs> no. I that I one I don't encore. have to ever I don't need like singles. I like I need like deep album. But even that's why I think I remember when, when he did it at the show, I kept hearing well, that he yeah, did it Encore had a lot of like I mean, um, Black Album had a lot of Was that um, Anything You Want, girl? Was that on that one, too? Yeah. yeah. All right, so never mind. Yeah. I bet <laughs> I love that Because that was the album when he came back from retirement. Yes. Right. Quote, unquote. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so everyone knows Tierra is talking about... Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the Home and Home Tour with Thank Eminem you. and I do not Jay-Z. remember that tour. They only have four... Four locations in oh, Detroit okay. and New York. They performed in the stadium. The first two rappers to headline a stadium tour. No, but they came to Virginia. I saw them in McLean, Virginia. Well, I don't know what what's what's. I'm all like, I saw them. In, I remember it was McLean. Was it 2010? No, oh, uh-uh. no, it was before this that. The, they were on tour together. Too, I remember because right? I had to get my oh, mother. Well, that one I do remember. To yeah. buy me the tickets, I didn't have no money. <laughs> like, well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> was it a college? I forget. Too, look, I forget. It was high school. I remember I was in high school. Yeah, I wasn't even college. It was like I was like a senior. I drove. Anywho, yeah. take another question. On to the okay. next. Okay. Look, on to the next one. On to the next. I actually I'm don't so... ever listen to Blueprint Three anymore. Blueprint like when three. I think Remind Blueprint me, Three, which, which one was that? Run that was Run This Town. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but that one and what was it? But um, that, already but, home. What you I love too. like yeah, that oh, was, on to the, the next, next one. Yeah, yeah with Swiss. That's mm-hmm. right. New York with Alicia. Yeah, I don't. Now even the slow to down one. version on a good day could like get me a little emotional. Like when Alicia was like na 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 na. I was like, oh yes, <laughs> that song does something to my spirit. It's that album. I gotta go. Maybe yeah, that's right. Yeah, do a Jay Z revisit. Yeah, Jay Z revisit. Revisit that one. Yeah, it was a few, and I'm. I did like the one for Pharrell. And I, and I loved Already Home, so I think I could. Yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, sorry, keep going. Now we're about to go a J spiral. <laughs> right. Uh, and I don't... What's the last thing you checked off of your bucket list? Ah, your energy. See, it was pulling right. all those questions. No <laughs> rose. No rose. No, no rose. rose. I don't know. I wasn't ready. We weren't going to get that out of sharing. Right. No, <laughs> that's what I said. Exactly. That's what I said. Your energy. I honestly believe people's energy pulls those questions. Yeah. Yep. Right on point. Um, what was the last thing I checked off my bucket list? Probably being a GM. 
It yes. was on my bucket list. It was on my 2017 really? achievement list. Yeah. Oh, I need to wow. make a 2018 yeah. achievement list. I told yeah. me and you were saying how like every year, you know, you like new year, new me. I'm this is we're gonna kill this year. Uh-huh. And meanwhile, I'm like I've been standing in the shit for two years. <laughs> and I'm okay. like, I was like, we will have hope. Though. Sometimes Manifested. it takes a couple years to to cross things off. Because mm-hmm. this year is gonna be my Tiffany Haddish <clears throat> Cardi B. Year. Yes, that's right. This is gonna be. Right. It only takes one year, like for one real. month. And I was like, this is my Tiffany Haddish Cardi B yes. year for sure. Yes. I believe that. For sure. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm here for the ride. I'm like, mm-hmm. You said what? I'm here for the ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think that was, that, I mean, I don't, that was a goal. I guess that was my bucket list goal. How'd you, how'd you, when you create a um, accomplishment list, what, mm-hmm. do you, what do you think about when you go down to, so, cause I know 2018 is starting. Yeah. Have you started to write your accomplishment I've been thinking list? about it. Um, I don't really like to talk about what I want to do because okay. I have this thing of like feeling like I'm jinxing myself. Okay. Um, but how how did I create the 2017? I just um, like buying a house was on it. I bought a house. Um, wow. I, Come on, Jesus. Yeah. Right? For real. That's, that's how a huge I, that's, thing. That's too. how I created. I, I'm a very, very... Uh, you know, spiritual person. Like I, I believe in speaking to him every single day and helping him to understand, helping him. I mean, helping me, depending on him to help me understand what it is I want out of life. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, even when I was like leaving my last job, which was before Steve, but at Atlantic Records, and my contract was up, and I was just like, "What am I gonna do?" I it I didn't. I didn't know. And everybody was calling me about jobs. And I just was like, he's not talking to me yet. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have mm-hmm. the answer. So I just kept praying on it. And and then I went to meet with Steve. And even that, like, I think me meeting with Steve was kind of like an outlet to just figure out what else I wanted to do in the interim. Um, now that I think back on it, I think I was like, all right, I don't know what I want to do. So this sounds close to something I would want to do, but it didn't mm-hmm. feel like the answer. Mm-hmm. And, right. And it's, I'm realizing more and more when something is the answer and when you're just like coasting along and you're, you know, waiting for the right thing to come. Um, so yeah, I think just go back to your question. I feel like I just, you know, I think about what it is I truly, truly want to achieve, what stays on my mind and my heart all the time and then I write it down and I'm like buying a house I was like I had I was in this expensive apartment building I was like I have to get out of here um and I was like I just need to get a you know just get into a home and I actually did that at the the very top of my 2017 so kick off the oh, year it's right. yeah. a great yeah. way to kick off the mm-hmm. year no I'm like I definitely need to talk well, to you, you and I were talking um off the air mm-hmm. and I was asking you what made you go back to music to the into this capacity of which you're back because yeah. when you went to go work with Steve you weren't you were in music but still kind of you weren't in, at a label which right. is what you have been doing for the last 15 years right right so what um what made you want to come back and why now um so when I went to work with Steve we were actually I couldn't talk about it at the time, but I don't know if everybody has been seeing him promote United Masters, which is a new music service that he's launched. He has launched um, within the last month. Um, 
I left the music industry because at the time um, when I left Atlantic Records, I just didn't. I wanted more out of the energy that I put into my job every day. And I always just felt like I'm just working. I'm just working. And I didn't really know what it was going to lead into. I felt like I had reached my ceiling at a corporate label, right? I was just like, what What else mm. can I, you know, maybe I can be a president soon. But I didn't see the pathway as easy um, as it, it, it just didn't feel too, it didn't feel realistic. It didn't feel attainable in, a, in the position that I was in. So got I was it. just like, I got to figure out something else. And so I went to work with Steve, which I thought Steve was amazing. Um, this is Steve Stout. Steve Stout. I'm sorry. No, yes. Fine. Steve Stout. I went to work with Steve. I enjoyed every bit of Steve. Everybody thought I was crazy. They were like, why are you going to work with this man? He's crazy. He's obnoxious. <laughs> And he is crazy, but in a good way. Like he mm-hmm. is, he's crazy. Like he reminded me a lot of Damon. Um, and Damon, I always said working with Rockefeller was boot camp. Like it was, it prepared me for life in the music industry. Right? Literally, we all me and you were saying that saying that last week. Everybody needs one of those jobs. That's yes. like so ridiculous oh, yeah. that you're like, is this life? <laughs> yes. Yes. Right. Everybody's like, is this is this real life? Yeah. No. Right. I'm mean, like yeah. yelling, is. yelling yeah. every day. I'm mm-hmm. crying. I, I needed all of that. Because yeah. now it's just like I look at pe- people like, do you even care about anything? Yeah. You know? <laughs> you're like not so like, no. if you knew <laughs> calloused. No. <laughs> right. Because that was that was definitely Ciroc for me. I used to be like, mm-hmm. I was just break at any second like what is happening yeah but it's important it is um, yeah so I I went back to work so I was working with Steve for a year I was just like all right this doesn't feel like my next step this didn't feel like the major next step move the GM role that I had written down on my 2017 achievement list and so I got an opportunity to go back into the industry and I said if I ever go back in the industry I have to go back in a bigger way right and I got an opportunity. I, I spoke to my old boss. His name was Todd Moskowitz. He's actually who we worked with at Warner mm-hmm. Brothers. He headed up Warner Brothers. And then he went on to start 300 with Lior Cohen. And him and Joey Manda, who's the executive vice, executive vice president of Interscope, called me. And they were like, we're doing something cool. And I think you would be an amazing addition to it. And... Not only am I GM, but I'm also an owner of the company. So that's amazing. It's different, right? It's yeah. like now I go in with a little bit more power. The things that I believe in, I don't have to go to a bunch of higher ups. It's us three, and we can figure it out together. And and it's you know, and that was the amazing thing about Warner Brothers. I felt like even though we were in a corporate label, yeah. it was still such a small team mm-hmm. and we were able to do a lot. Like we yeah. were able to build MMG, sign Jill Scott, Common. And we did that in a faster period than I feel like any other label could produce. And be- right. I think we were able to do that because we were such a small team. It's hard when there's so many cooks in the kitchen and it's right. all the red tape and, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. So now we're running this label very indie. We want to keep it small. We just, you know, we're, we want to do stuff fast and, it's working. It's already working, you know, and it's ha- it hasn't even been a year yet. So I'm excited. That's so what's, awesome. the, what's one of your favorite projects that could be current or old that you've worked on? What is one of my favorite? Um, so Nas 
was one of my favorite. My baby daddy. I was about to say, <laughs> I'm all like, you know, it's kind of, I'm all like, of oh, all I, I'm like, my baby daddy. I know, you know, like, I couldn't even go. Like, I couldn't even let you finish. I was like, oh, my, my baby daddy. Oh, yes. she did like the nod, yeah. like the pause, and I was just looking around the room like, and you oh, said, y'all knew it. it was coming. Lord. And I didn't even know. Look See, at the universe. Look at him. <laughs> yeah. That is my baby daddy. We, I'm seeing him later. Yeah. Universe. That's what's going on my 2018 achievement list. Liz, I've probably talked to him. Out of 67 shows, I probably talked about now as a 50 of, really? of this yeah, seven. No, yes. I, I love him. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you will be happy to hear that he was such a pleasure to work with. When I tell <sighs> you, because he was already a legend when I started working with Nas. This is when we, at the first time I worked with him was Hip Hop Is Dead. And then we put out the end album together. And he just was, he just... <sighs> I can't explain. It's just like somebody that was as legendary as him and to be so down to earth. And, Mm -hmm. you know, we were dealing with a lot of label politics at the time. And I just didn't feel like they were treating him how he should be treated as Nas. And Jay had left the company. So it was hard. And he was just like... Sherry, don't worry about it. Record label people are shady. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll get through it. And I'm just oh, like, really? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. And my baby is a pleasure to work with, too. Oh, yes. Not the other pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> On both sides. Amazing. Must be two sides. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he was great. Because there was so, a lot to work with with the rollout of the end album. Yeah. There was a lot of controversy. Yeah, they, they couldn't they, even call it. So he had to pull the like cover. After meetings yeah, after meetings. yeah. yeah. I, re- I, I remember that. Yes. Me too. And he didn't have any singles, so he wasn't priority in the building. And mm, I'm just like, it's yeah. Nas, though. Right. right. You're like, it's still yeah. Nas. Right. You know what I mean? But um, we grinded it out, and he was happy with the outcome. And we, you know, we we I think we were able to make strong like we made a strong statement with putting out an album like that with so much controversy around it and then also not having a single and it was always mm-hmm. like if you don't have a single at radio you're not going to do well mm-hmm. that right. was the bit, that was the landscape we were in so it was it was a cool like passion project for him and we pushed it and wrote it till we couldn't write it anymore how has it been to see like sort of like Music, especially I think within the last ten years, have been very ro- has been very roller coastery. Mm-hmm. So, how has it been? You know, being an executive in the music business, seeing it be really successful and lucrative, and then not so lucrative, and now it's back on the incline, and yeah. will probably potentially be more successful than it's ever been as far as monetary is concerned. Um, how has that been for you? Like seeing the changes like that and have you been able to kind of like withstand it's been good for me because it shows you how to kind of exist in any environment and you gotta you gotta kind of like adjust with the times or you gotta get out of there right like you you don't you can't and I've seen a lot of people that couldn't wrap their heads around the new business and the new business model and weren't able to sustain in the company or in companies. Um, but it's been it's been a great learning experience because it just kind of shows you that things can change at any moment and you have to figure it out, right? And it was a challenge because I've, I've gone from working Jay-Z, Cameron, um, Nas, Jewels, uh, uh, 
the best of the best. I mean, like when we built MMG and Ross's label and now, you know, and, and, and to no discredit, but I'm working artists, you know, like Smoke Perp and Wi-Fi Funeral and um, Little Wop. It's a new landscape for me, like mm-hmm. brand new. Um, and I've realized that, especially in a position I'm in now, right? I'm being a partner at a label. The music business is a business, right? So I grew up passionate about music not entering music because it was a business and Mm. I think you have to have a little bit of both you have to understand the business of it and be a part of growing the business and being being in the business but it is important for me to have the balance and maintaining you know just giving artists that have that musical integrity and um, are true to their artistry. I want to be able to have that too. It just take that that takes longer, right? So yeah. you have to be making money as you're growing and developing the other side of it. And I think for me, it's just being able to adjust to the and to having that kind of balance. Like, because I, I there was a point where I just had a bunch of like just. Um, great talented legendary artists and now I'm working the other side of it which is very instant gratification and Mm -hmm. and and it's a fast you know these kids are just streaming turn up music and it's not to um discredit those that that kind of music um but it it, is it 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 was an adjustment for me because it wasn't what I was listening to every day you know but you have to be in that business or you are going to become extinct Right. Mm-hmm. It is. I mean, I think, like you said, it is Very having true. it sometimes separated. Even like coming up here, friends of mine will always send me, it, I mean, it's stuff that is not even signed. Right. And I was like, what is this nigga saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? It, and it was like, I don't even remember. It was, I, th- I think it was like Greedo. I don't even remember the name. Oh, Greedo. But, I know Greedo. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. It, and I was just like, I. It's cool, I guess. That's yeah. literally what I responded. He's like, "You're so old," and I'm like, "You older than me." Like, I was like, "It's yeah. just not something I would listen to," yeah. and that's fine. And I told him, I said, "Now give it five months and it, it get in my little Spotify playlist, and then right, you have right, no right, choice." Right. But I was like, "But it's just right now." I was like, "It's just not something I would listen right, to." Like, right. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was yeah. like, it's just not my yeah. speed right now. It's different, but it's also you know I respect artists for being artists, right and I see some of the some of these artists that I work with. They live in a the studio. They rec- they take their artistry as serious as the people that we're used to listening to. Mm-hmm, so right. I can't take that away from them, yeah. right? Just because they're not making what I grew up on and what I understand or what I listen to every day doesn't make them any less of an artist. It's just not for. You know, not the not what I'm used to listening to. Right. My and, phrase is, I'm not in that demographic. Right. <laughs> right. Well, here's my question, though. Mm-hmm. Like, is that, like, generational? Because I feel like, you know, our parents used to say, like, oh, I don't listen to rap music. I don't listen to this, this music right. that you yeah. listen I, to. Like, are we now becoming that? Probably. I think so. That generation where it's like, I don't listen to Wi-Fi Funeral, but I, you know, on Spotify, if he's on New Music Friday, I'm right. going to listen to it. Right, right. right. I do. I think so. You know, it's like my little cousin is who tells me about everything, mm-hmm. everything from YouTube. He's 12. And mm-hmm. and everybody that he's told me about eight months ago was like, 
popping now, and now now you see it. Right. Um, and and like I said, am I am I really listening to it? Not really, but in a Spotify playlist, like I know that. I know that I also still have to be aware of like what's going on. Right, so it's right. like I do have to listen to it. Now, like I said, am I listening to it all the time? Like I was listening to Womack and Womack this morning. So like, <laughs> it but, was going off. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. Like the generational gap didn't seem so wide back right. then. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. we yes. still knew our parents. We can yeah. put on some Luther Vandross and put on some Earth, Wind & Fire. And right. we still know that music. Yeah. And now I feel like the it, it's... The gap is so wide. Yeah. Right? And that's why it's important for me to still look for those artists that I feel like will close the gap a little bit, you yeah. know, like that, that are still appreciated. Like I work, I still work with Meek Mill. So I, I work, I manage him. I work on a management team as well. Oh, wow. I still got my Dream Chasers sweatshirt. <laughs> that is still like one of my favorite sweatshirts. Yes. And, <laughs> The reason why I still work with him is because, to me, he's very true to who he is. And he is still, he's like one of the few that are still accepted. Like, the new kids like him, but the Mm -hmm. old heads still like him, right? And he's able to move culture. Like, Meek, for him to to still be relevant and still, like, his album is 1,500 units away from going gold. Um, Wins and losses. I just got the the email today. Nice. But for him to be able to still do that in a place where everybody said, yo, you're done. Nobody's Mm -hmm, listening to you. You're over. And still not be considered mainstream. I see all of these, like, lists he's not on for 2017. But to be able to go gold, that means... You're more, you know, you have a core audience that isn't going anywhere. Right. And I think that's important is like continuing to like work with artists that can like move culture and people follow. Like it's just it's important to invest my time in those artists as well, um, because I think although it takes longer, the payoff in the long run is way bigger. It's like Jay. Yeah. Jay, when Ludacris would outsell Jay. Nelly would outsell Jay. Every, like, coming up, he wasn't the most, he wasn't the biggest selling artist, mm-hmm. but he was big, the biggest in culture. Like, mm-hmm. Ludacris couldn't sell an S.Dot Carter sneaker. Nelly, you know, he he sold Apple Bottoms, granted, because of the, you know, his, the song or whatever, but people couldn't move culture. Jay put on a, uh, he said, change clothes and go, and I'm wearing a, a, a um, I'm not wearing jerseys no more, and right. I'm wearing button-ups, mm-hmm. and everybody's wearing button-ups. So right. it's it's important to pay attention to artists that are able to do that, because then when they're able to do something like that, it's, it's they got a lot more left in them, right? They can, they can move culture in a way that even the biggest artists on number one on charts can't. And they're able, they have more business in them. They're a mm-hmm. brand. They can sell clothes. They probably can put out books. They, they can just do things that other artists most likely can't for yeah. a long time. So it's important to like, for me to have that balance and look for those artists too. That's like even applicable for life. Right. I feel like yeah. like it's a marathon. Not that's a sprint, right. You know, for like, sure. That's what I said that year. That's my <laughs> Tiffany had. That's my Tiffany had this year. Yes. Right. And and we want to talk about you know because Tiffany specifically, she had an amazing year. But I remember like looking at comedy that she did that was like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, so her overnight success was 10 years exactly right yeah it's never overnight as much as you think it's like something that just like pops out of nowhere like it's not it it never is it's like but nobody ever sees like the 
like all of that, like mm-hmm. the strife and the struggle, and this, especially with Instagram, you know, like this, oh, yeah. these media, like it, it just every, it does seem like you're just like plucked out of oblivion, and and you're just like everywhere, and you're like number one. Yeah, yeah. Cardi dropped two mixtapes. And I was just, and I was just about to say, <laughs> drop two mixtapes at Tess Marshall. Let's drop two mixtapes. Yeah. Well, right. Her comeup was kind of quick, though. But Bodak was just a promo single. That it was. Never saw that happening. Really? Yeah. I yeah, didn't even so know give that. Give us the Cardi B history. Daryl so, <laughs> <Yeah>. is like <laughs> a low key. He like has Wikipedia of he like is. all Wikipedia things music. music. All things like music. we had a Grammy episode. Like, yeah, the like, Grammy you episode. You yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was all like with the stats. So yeah. the first Grammy. Yeah. Well, um. Jay Z has won twenty one of seventy. Come on, stats, stats, and facts. Stats and facts. I don't know what percentage that is, but y'all can do the math. Right. It's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's, it, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. So, so, switching gears. Yes. So, you are boss lady, head BIC. <laughs> are you dating? Do you date? Do you find it hard to date and be successful? And if not, so yes, maybe. What is, how, do, how do you do it? Yeah, I mean... It's definitely hard. It's so hard. <laughs> but I don't know if it's hard because I put it on myself. And it's, you know, I'm a hard person to be with. And I realize that um, I'm accepting of that fact. Mm. You a Taurus, right? I'm a Taurus. Mm-hmm. I'm a Taurus. Okay. I'm a stubborn Taurus. Makes sense now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but I just, I was in a relationship. I was in a relationship for about three years. Um it was hard even getting into the relationship and people accepting because I spend my life at work, right? Yeah. So I was, we were in the beginning, like, well, year into MMG, I got into a relationship. Everybody like, who's this person you're starting to bring around? Why they, Why is this person <laughs> around? But they eventually accepted him. But, um, you know, we broke up. Nothing I care to talk about. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's 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 definitely... Hard because one, you're around men all day, right? Yeah. And I just think any guy is hard to accept their woman being around men all day. And then your artists call you all day. Um, so, you know, it's it's a lot to just like make sure that that level of trust is there and making sure that the person is um, comfortable with what you do. And you have to consciously make an effort to make that person comfortable um, unless you just meet God, right? Nah, <laughs> nah. He would totally or get me. We would get each other. I'd probably be the one, like all up in the comments, <laughs> like scrolling, like who is Deja three twenty one, and why is she blowing kissy face? It is like sixty thousand. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm all there, like that's me. <laughs> Back up. That's that's all me. It's so stupid, right? But it's 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 not the easiest thing. Um. I've just been chilling lately and just building friendships okay. and if it turns into something amazing, but I'm just taking my time this time around because I want it to be right. Like next, mm-hmm. I want to have kids. I want to be married and I just need to make sure that it just all feels right. And I think the most important thing is building a friendship first. So yeah, that's what I'm focused on. <laughs> that's no, that is, yeah. Taking your time. I like that. Yeah. It's important. 
I yeah. I, I can't afford to be heartbroken and needing and be a boss every day. Right. That's too much. That's yeah. a lot. Like, That's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's a lot. It's hard. Because you can't just go sit down and eat five tubs of ice cream. Right. Um, <laughs> and just be like, No, I don't do that. I mean, I'm just, <laughs> Take a little hour I'm just break. Saying. Right. I know. Yeah, I don't even but and as much as I eat, I'm not like a eater when like bad stuff like that I feel like happens I don't even know how, what I I have not been in a relationship in so long I don't even <laughs> know common, I don't even remember it I feel like I haven't been on a date right? in like two months like I, well, I are you not date, are you not dating because you just won't but, date I mean, or you feel like you're not meeting anybody yeah I'm not meeting anybody and I also just kind of wanted to just be like not do anything right like not date any unless somebody like spectacular comes along yeah Nas. Um, <laughs> she needed a little break. Yeah, but I just was like, I want a break. Like, yeah. I want to go into the new year, like, with with nothing and yes. just be a totally clean slate. Like, no hanging on. Like, some, so many times you just, like, talk to dudes just because it's there and mm-hmm. it's something to do. I was like, I don't even want that. Like, mm-hmm. we, nope, I don't, I don't need mm-hmm. a meal. Like, none of that. Right. Like, right. I just, right. it's just me. Like, yes. I think I was telling you, like, Saturday night. I went to sleep. I was asleep by 12 on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I woke up Sunday. I was like, ah, I don't need no nigga. Like, I woke up refreshed. <laughs> I watched a great movie. I could like, I'm going to go get my nails done. I was like, this was a great day. Who needs a man? I'm like, but then it's cold. And I'm like, it would be so nice to cuddle. Like, it would be so nice to just be like, and I got an electric blanket. So that kind of takes care of that. Right. But you know, sometimes it's nothing like a warm body to like yeah. snuggle up to. Yeah. But 2008, Team. Yes, Coming. drop two mixtapes. <laughs> That's gonna be my tag. I can't even me. say the lyrics. All I know is like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell. You know the melody. Like, That's the right. That's it. Like, hard as me. Cardi B. Sorry. I'm like, now nah, I'm like Tourette's. Um, so, what advice would you give to oh somebody that you know, like, wants to get into the industry and you know, it's just like new or maybe like in college or anything like yeah. that? So, I mean, the one thing that I feel like I'm looking for and I can't find a lot now is, and I think part of it is because of Instagram. I I, I could go on and on about how I feel about Instagram and just, you know, it being the gift and the curse, but more so the curse. I agree. Um, It's your album cover. What you mean? (laughs) What? (laughs) Instagram. No, I, I, you know, I feel the same way. I, I do look at it's a gift and a curse, but definitely I see it on yeah. the like. But I just think, you know, when I was starting in the business, I mean, fortunately, I was able to start so young. But we, we like, we gave it our all and we didn't know. I didn't know what, I, I got paid $25 a week for two years, right? But, and I could afford, granted, I could afford to do that because I was so young. But that was something that just, the stars aligned for me, right? Mm-hmm. But as, you know, my friends were working at their retail stores and getting paid way more than me and able to buy their sneakers. And I just committed. And I just think that everyone now, because of the instant gratification, they just they want instant gratification. They Mm want to come into the job and be a boss overnight. And I just I would promote to learn and just be a student and 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 be able to and you know if you have the opportunity and you need to you need to be, you really have to make the time to mm-hmm. be an intern and be a student of the game to really get into the business 
Um, because, you know, nobody wants to crawl anymore. Everybody want to mm-hmm. go immediately to walking. And, and sometimes, a lot of times, I've seen so many people get, like, people are getting promoted faster than I've ever seen in my life. Like, I would be at companies, I'm like, dang, they're already getting that promotion. And that's dangerous a little bit because right. it's like enabling people to not have enough time to, like, grow and nur- and be nurtured. And, mm-hmm. and then you get to a point where I feel like a lot of people get exposed. It's like, oh, they weren't ready for it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, you're not good enough. And it's like, it's not really fair because it's it's almost like people, you know, your, your higher ups will allow you to skate through life. And that's why I promote to my assistants and the interns, like, I'm a fair person. I'm going to continue to. You are. Yeah, <laughs> I am. And I try, because I always think about what happened to me and what I would never do to people yeah. from a negative standpoint and a good standpoint. Like what, what the opportunities that I were given that I will always give to people. Right. And I, um, I'm like, I, I'm going to, I'm never going to just keep people there and just let them just sit. Right. I'm always looking to figure out how to grow someone and how to place them in the right next position but I'm like, trust me, the timing, I, I'm going to do it at the right, you know, at your right time. And when I know that you're fully capable, because it could be something as little as one uh, an, an assistant of mine that wants to be promoted to working with artists, right? Like as a product manager, a director of marketing. And you don't know to bring waters in the meeting when I'm having a meeting. That, it, although it's that small of a thing mm-hmm. and it may not, you'd be like, what does that have to do with marketing? It's paying attention to detail. It's paying attention to detail. Mm -hmm. And it's like you have to, artists, like, in order to do anything with an artist, they got to trust you, right? Mm -hmm. And you got to, you almost got to be their, like, glorified assistant to even be a marketer. (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? You are. Yes. (laughs) You are. Yeah. So you have to have all those little things, you know, those little minuscule um, just ways about you that help get to the bigger thing, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 so I try to make sure that all of that is in line with my team and I promote people to just be students. Like everybody wants to grow so fast and I'm just like, it's not, I don't think it's usually in your benefit to do it that way. I always mm-hmm. say my biggest thing is take the stairs and not the elevator. I, I live by that and I try to tell everybody that because I think this way it goes back to the artists and then taking along, you know, I was taking literally along thinking, I was like, yeah, there's so quote. much growth it's in this so episode. <laughs> like, yes. It's not the elevator. Yeah. yeah I feel like you might have told me that one time. I probably did because I live by that quote. I think yeah. I tell you that. I tell I tell a lot of people that I, I swear I live by that because there were so many things in my career where I would get frustrated. Like it's taking too long and then you just realize why it took that long. It's always, mm-hmm. it always shows itself. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And, and it's healthier. It's healthier. <laughs> Your heart rate is yes. pumping and moving. Yes. Yes. I know. Yes. I got to remember that. My damn right. self. <laughs> what would you tell your younger self? What would I tell my younger self? I would tell my younger self to trust in who you are more, right? I think that I wasn't as confident in my abilities as I think I should have been younger. Like I was looking for validation um, from everybody around me versus trusting that I 
was doing something correctly, right? So I think having gone through what I went through in the industry and just building more confidence, once I started believing in, my, believing in myself, I feel like more opportunities started coming to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was able to like, look people in the eyes and tell them what I felt like I was worth, right? When it came down mm-hmm. to um, negotiating my contracts and even even my first contract that I negotiated, I I think I was so nervous about what to demand, right? And it it took like me doing it over and over again. And it got to a point where I was like, wait, I'm actually good at this because mm-hmm. I keep working with artists and although the artists are great, they keep being successful, right? And, you know, like I would see and and I don't want to call out names, but there were artists that I, I would work with. We would have an amazing success, stop working with them and a decline. And, and I, and I, at some point I, I was like, all right, it's cool to be humble, but you got to know when you are actually doing a good job and, and not to boast about it, but to speak it, speak life into yourself so that you can um, demand more based off of what your value is and knowing your value. So that's what I would tell my younger self is like, understand your value. This is not by mistake. You are you you are amazing through the grace of God and no one can stop you but you. You know, you put in limitations on yourself. Um, and that's the only limits that you have is the ones that you're placing upon yourself. Girl, you mm. just read my right, whole I life. Like, <laughs> a word. A word. Because you are you, you're always so unsure. You know, yeah. you always think that like you don't know when you don't have the answers. And then you be in the meetings like, I know more than everybody here. Like, <laughs> yes. right. You're like, sure. and you, but you don't, you, you just like get in your own head and you're yes. literally like, I don't know what I'm talking about. And you know, I'm not prepared and I'm not this and that. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not, you know, like all these knots, these right. negatives as mm-hmm. opposed to like the flip side of it. That's, mm, come, I'm so ready for 2018, y'all. Yeah, that, yes. That Definitely need it. <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm almost like, <laughs> I look, know. the, so, before we wrap, um, mm-hmm. don't forget the live show on January 23rd in Brooklyn. Get your tickets in Eventbrite. They will be selling out. At theoprahrollshow.com. At the www.theoprahrollshow.com. Get your tickets. It's right there on the homepage, guys. It's real easy. Y'all don't know how to use the damn computer. Take us on fast. So, um, actually, we had a quote, but when you were talking, and then I think, and my friend said this to me the other day, and it's a J lyric, and I was like, oh no, I'm gonna switch the quote. We ain't, actually, I've never done that before, but I was moved. Because um, <laughs> literally having like a similar conversation with my friend, and um, he just got promoted to the editor in chief at Complex. And oh, when nice. I saw him, um, wait, now where'd it go? Oh, he literally said to me, my advice is just don't be too nice to niggas. Just set the price so niggas will live your life, my nigga. That's right. That is like, Word. I'm like, I was like, I'm living my life like that too, like a J line. Read, like, yes. read, read it, read it back. Right, it's, it's bam. Back. Okay, I know you almost got to wrap it. Like yeah. I was like, Jay was on that. I mean, I feel like I need to wrap it though. Um, my advice is, it sounds weird reading it, but my advice is just don't be too nice to niggas. Just set the price so niggas will live your life, my nigga. 
I have to like yeah. read it how I say my it. Nigga. My, my nigga. My nigga. Right. Um, I, I have, yeah. And that was, when he said it, and he was so sure, like, that's right. I've done that in everything. And, you know, and he literally was talking about, and this was a super brief conversation, but basically what you were saying. And he's like, he's like, I'm very sure on what, you know, I'm bringing to the table. Mm-hmm. And he's like, in every job I've gone through, like, I'm very clear it is on like what I'm bringing. So right. literally set the price. And then he's like nice. It doesn't also mean not be nice he's to so people. He's so nice. But like, you no, know, but yeah. you know, just set just set the price. That's right. That's right. Mm. I have another J quote. He said, I took your high score down. I put my name up, nigga. That's my Mm. favorite. I'm like, yep, that's that's my goal. I'm taking everybody's high score down and putting my name up. Yes. (laughs) uh, Come through, Sherry. Two quotes. Right. (laughs) Two quotes. Two quotes. By J. Right. (laughs) Right. Shout out to J. J. Like, right. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank this is so amazing. I really appreciate it. We it's like appreciate our therapy. You. It is. This is our. This is our. Sorry for not even sorry. This is our two. I would say sorry for two thousand four. This is our. It started uh, off that way. Two, right. I was like, no, it's not. This is no damn sorry. This is our gratitude for th- two thousand eighteen. Yes. Yeah. Right. And we need like a two thousand eighteen over. I'll drink wine and we go and <laughs> yeah. write out goals down. Yes. yes. We manifest them. For I would year. love that. Yeah. I would I too. Would yes. Let's do it. Love it. Perfect. Okay. Like we here. (laughs) All right. Thank you again for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Yo, you listening to the Oprah Rose Show with TT and Gigi? And yeah, get it popping. Thoughts. Everything begins with thoughts. She's a slut. She's a hoe. She's this. She's that. We say to girls, you can have ambition, but not too much. It's about people being uncomfortable with women owning their sexuality. What is the truest? highest vision that you hold for yourself. I'm a real ass bitch and I'm going to get everything that I'm going to get on my own. I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You get what you believe. 